This past Sunday in Marion Square here in downtown Charleston, there was a peaceful demonstration against the killing of George Floyd. There's a video of this demonstration that has gone viral and been seen millions of times around the world. The video shows a particular individual named Giovanni Jordan, who goes by the name G, or also sometimes Pharaoh Almighty. In the video, you can see him kneeling down with several other demonstrators in front of a large row of police officers. I'm going to play a clip of that video now. You gotta stop living in fear! I am not your enemy. You are not my enemy. We have to share this land no matter what. By the end of the day, we have to share this land no matter what. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. I'm not angry at none of you. I love all of y'all. What comes next has drawn a lot of criticism. Come on, what are you doing? What are you Police approach the crowd and arrest G, seeming to target him instead of anybody else. Critics wonder if police were targeting him because of his speech. Earlier today, myself and my co-host, Emily Williams, had the opportunity to actually interview G, and this is going to go in a longer episode that we're going to post tomorrow that is a broader look at the protests that we're seeing locally and, and around the state. But we decided to go ahead and post the full interview so that you can hear G in his own words and tell his story of what happened in that video. Here's the full interview. So I'll just start by by saying um, that we are talking with someone today who one of our reporters interviewed this week, and there's been a huge response to this story. Uh, he was part of a peaceful protest in Marion Square on Sunday. Um, so we'll go ahead and have you introduce yourself. Okay, well, my name is Pharaoh Almighty, Pharaoh Almighty, a.k.a. G. Jordan, and I'm the guy who was in the peaceful, silent, I, re I won't really call it a protest, but I was just trying to get everybody to understand each other and promise to grow together as one. So there was a, a video of you that day, and that's kind of what exploded, right? As someone recorded you mm. and the interaction that you were having with, with police officers, what you were saying. So can you just describe for us what what happened there? And um, I know you were just saying wh why you wanted to be there, but what, from, from your memory, happened? Do, do you want me to start from the beginning, from the night before? Yeah, sure. Let's yeah, go ahead and start okay, there. So, okay, so the night before, I was just looking through pictures of on Google, and I just see so much violence. You know, like just so much violence. I see people getting milk poured on their face. I see people crying from tear gas. I see police officers fighting people, uh, um, breaking their own cars. People, pe people breaking their own cars. Like it was just why? Why are we acting worse than animals? You know, I like I like I just kind of wrapped my head around this and I was like, I have to do something like I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to think about it. I am going to pray about it. I'm going to try to connect with myself to come up with a plan 
uh, a great plan that's actually going to have at least a nine out of 10 efficient rate that it could impact the world. So that's what I did. And just scrolling through the, the pictures and, and just thinking about everything, it was like I can feel everybody's pain. I can feel everybody's energy and like it was as if all this energy was gravitating towards me and I just broke down crying literally right here. I broke down crying. My wife came. She was sleeping. She was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I know what I have to do. Like, I know what I have to do. Like, I feel God talking to me. I feel the universe talking to me. I feel like I'm at a peak state right now. And I know that if I do this, the world would change. Like I can shift history right now. And that's why I started crying because it's like, that's beautiful to me. That was mm -hmm. so beautiful to me. So uh, I was gonna wake up at six o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning and my, and my wife was not having it. You know, she was, she was like, no, 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 we're not, doing that. we're not doing that. So we woke up around 10, got there around 10, 30, 11. And I just started helping people because I was like, the first thing I have to do is I have to help the business owners who need help, who don't have help because I want to strengthen that bond within the community because we cannot rely on the government to fix our problems. Even though I didn't personally destroy anything, this is still my house. These are still my streets. I got to walk on, you know, I still have to be here. And if the house is divided, it won't stand. You understand what I'm saying? So we all got to collectively, no matter who it is, build this house back up together. And guess what? If you build it back up together, it's not only, it's not only going to be stronger, it's going to be more efficient, it's going to be a more creative house, it's going to be a better house. And I really understood that. And just going out there, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I don't know none of these people. I'm going to just go around with my wife and ask people to help, give out water, give out food, help with... Um, plywood help with screws i don't know i don't know nothing about construction so i'm just like what screw is this they all look the same to me you know i don't know what screws these are so i just and like i'm and like i'm also learning construction so i'm helping and i'm learning at the same time you know like what more do you want and it just touched me when i realized some of these business owners they drive five ten hours on the dot just to come here because they want to protect their property you know, because this is how they get food on the table. This is how they feed their families. This is how they are stressed from things that can cause depression and stuff. They just, just like everything, like, like this is their business is, and their business is their life. And we just can't be ruining people's lives because we angry. That's just not how it go. Like these are people that got actual lives, just like how I got actual lives. I don't want no one destroying my business, destroying my property that's feeding my household. You know, then, then like then you go into a survival mode because you don't know what to do now because all your income and all the things you just built so you can have this life is gone. And that hurts. And I and, and I understood that. And, and I also understood when I was helping people who they have maybe only one or two people helping them, but they had like a big building. I was like, there's no way they're going to do this by themselves, you know. Like, there's no way they're going to do this by themselves because they don't, they don't have enough time to call people, you know? And, like, they're like they're just out there. Like, I'm out there just trying to think of a way to put put these boards up, think of a way to be creative so they're, they're, their household is protected. And then after that, after that was all done, um, I was like, baby, I got to go in the middle of Marion Square and, and she was and, and she was scared. 
I was like, I have to do this. And she she tried to talk me out of it, but I was like, babe, look, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Like right now, I know what I'm what, what I am doing for a fact. And that's when I just I just kept trying, trying to convince her that it's gonna be okay. Um she stayed in the car and I kissed her goodbye and I said, I love you. She said, I love you. And I went off on my way. I did a video on the way to the park, just saying, if anybody wants to come here, this is not really a protest. That's not what I'm about. It's that I'm not against anything. I'm for something big. I'm for us coming together as one black, white, business owner, police officer, the government. We all got to move the needle together. If we move this needle together, it's, it's, it's only going to move faster. You understand what I'm saying? It's like this is only going to move faster if we all do it together. And I and I truly understood that. So I need in the middle of of Marion Square and I saw people coming past me and, you know, social media can give you ideas in your head. You know, that might not be what it might actually be in reality. So I don't know if these people are just protesters. I don't know if these people are the looters. I don't know if these people are like racists. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what these people are because these people have on black and white and like black and red. And, you know, it's just, you know, you're like, your mind's playing tricks on you because you're looking like at so many external things that can cloud your, your, your judgment. So I knew one thing. I knew if I show these people respect, no matter who they are, looters, protesters, cops, I don't care who it is that walk past me. If I show these people respect, if I show these people honor, if I show these people understanding and, and compassion, I would be all right. You know, I would be all right because that means I'm connecting with them. And all people with this whole thing, people just want to be heard. That is all it is. That is all it is. People just want to be heard. So people do things to be heard. That is all it is. And I saw I saw them protesting and then it, just, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, okay, this is this is real out here, you know? <laughs> like it's getting real out here. And then I saw the cops coming and they had their bats and they and, and they had their chant with the ooh, ooh, you know, like the cop chant. I don't know what kind of chant it is, but 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 they were doing that and then the protesters started doing their chant back. And I was like, I really, truly in my heart feel like we're going back in time. I truly feel what it is like for my ancestors to go through this stuff on a daily basis, you know? And that is, that, that's, that's scary. Even for me, even you see me out there talking like with so much confidence, I'm so scared, you know? And so as the cops came around, I, I actually had to turn around. That was the one flaw in my plan. I was facing the wrong way. So I had, so I had to turn around and kneel and then, then it really got intense. Then people started charging the cops. The cops started charging people. And then, then you had tear gas. And then you had rubber bullets. You had, like, I think it was pellet guns or BB guns. And I think you had paintball guns. And then you had the bats. And then you just had so much going on. And this is all happening. I'm in the middle, right? Like, dead smack in the middle of Marion Square. And this is all happening. I Like, bullets are flying past me. Not real bullets, but, you know, fake bullets are flying past me, paintball, fine, past me, tear, tear, tear gas right in front of me. People, people are, are running like right beside me, like almost knocking me over. But I was like, no, don't, don't be afraid. It's time to be grounded. 
Now is the time to be grounded. And now is time to show the world what we can do when we face this together. So I stayed like in front of everybody running, like, like, like everybody just being scared and being chaotic and not knowing what to do the cops running past me and everything i was like i'm gonna just stay right here and i think when people saw me stay through all this chaos they was like whoa like how like how is he doing that and they eventually gravitated towards me because my energy and and my breath and my vibration was just so big and, and just so bright and so more and more people just started kneeling with me and kneeling with me and kneeling with me and then i started crying because i'm like wow this is this is this is touching this is big this is huge like getting people you don't know at all just to come and to come together as one and just do an actual peaceful silent protest and when i saw the cops stop because they were charging and then when i kneeled and stayed kneeled they stopped they just stopped you know and and i was like wow this is one of the first times i've seen everything just stop this is one of the first times i've seen all the violence just stop like oh my gosh can we just stop can we just stop that like that's all i want because if we keep going we only going down one path and that is world destruction that is human extinction and we don't want that that's not the world we want to live in that's not the world we want for our kids and for their kids you know and in my head and my heart i believe everybody in this world know we can do better do do you agree with that everybody in this world knows we can do better so if we can do better, why don't we just do better? Let's do better if we can, you know? And that, that's my whole point. And then when I saw the cops just stood still, everybody just stood still, everybody just silent and just really listening to me. It was like my mind, my body, my spirit, I was just all connected and it was just automatic. And I was just saying stuff to try to get people to unite. I just want us to unite because I, at the end of the day, we all do the same thing. We all, Eat the same food at least sometimes you know we all you know depending if you vegan you know what i'm saying it's like you know we all gotta go to bed we all you know we all gotta brush our teeth we all gotta take a shower you know we 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 might watch a little bit of tv you know we all do the same thing because we are the same and i think these these external factors is what's killing us because if we were one color we wouldn't have as many digression as we have now it would still be you know differences and stuff like that but it wouldn't be as bad if we didn't have all these external things influencing us if we just saw people for who they are inside or for that light inside this world would be better and and if people truly understood each other and if and people truly had a big perspective about life because what is also wrong in this world people have a low perspective of life and if you have a low perspective of life you will get yourself in a lot of trouble you won't see things clearly you won't understand anything because your perspective is so low because your 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 perspective is your awareness and if, and if you have your awareness taken away from you if your awareness is taken is taken away from you you don't know what's going on you know you don't know how to do anything you know you just here on earth you're not living life you just here being being controlled by anything because you're not you're not aware of anything at all that's controlling you that's influencing you yeah so, so i just saw that and i just wanted to make a difference in the world man I truly believe in like that's my dream my dream i'm like i'm living my dream to impact the world 
in a major way and make people better. Yeah, so I want to I want to ask you about the that moment in particular, the, uh, the the moment that was captured on video, and it's now been viewed over seven million times on on social media. Um, you you were kneeling and you were talking to the to the police, right? And you were okay. saying all all of these things, all of these messages of of peace and unity. What do you think motivated the the police to to come and actually arrest you? Do, did you feel like they were targeting you in particular, or? Um, I I don't really know for sure because you know I'm not them. I I can only guess. But my guess is that for one, I didn't have a permit. You know, so that's my bad. I have to know the rules. So next time I do something like that, I have to be smarter about it, and I have to be better about it, and I have to know all the rules so everybody's safer in the process. And also, I think that the curfew was was coming because it was five o'clock. And I know that maybe if I if I kept talking or whatever, or, or, what was happening, we, we would have stayed past past the curfew. You know, so that's another thing you got to take into um, consideration. And then also that there was more people. I don't know if you all saw in the video, but there was like 100 to 200 more people coming right when I was speaking. So, you know, you got a lot of people coming at once, once. Uh, once someone is speaking like that, it's like you don't know what can happen now. You know, like I like I'm basically like influencing everybody, and like my words can like make or break the situation. Like really, you know, and and like I I understand that too. So I understand that more people coming in just like that from side to side, from back and front. It's like uh, we got to do something before this get out of control. So maybe that was going through their head. I don't know, you know? So I try to look at things from all scenarios. You, like, like, people have to realize this. Things in this world, most of the times are not black and white. It's not black and white. There is a lot of gray area in this world and you have to maneuver through that gray area. And, and it's easier if you maneuver it through it together. You understand what I'm saying? Like we gotta move through this gray area together because everything is not black and white. Everything is just not this answer and, and this answer, that answer and that answer. It's not one answer to every problem, you know? So like, I understand that as well. So it could have been a lot of factors. And I also heard that some people were looting like destroying cars and stuff like that. So it's all, it's, it's tough times. You know, it's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of stuff going on and what, everybody living in fear. Yeah. What, what happened after, after the, the video ended, how were you treated by the police? And, and I know you ended up spending a night in, in jail. Is, is that what happened? Can you yeah, that, tell us about that? Yeah, that's what happened. I was actually treated with respect. That's, that's the big word. Even though they did arrest me, even though maybe a couple of the cops were a little rough, you know, but the other cops I talked to, the the other eight cops I talked to out of the two or three, whatever, uh, how many there was, they were all nice to me. They all treated me with respect. We talked about Family Guy. We talked about anime. We talked about kids. We talked about how long they've been on the forest for. You know, we like we talked about the situation, and 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 we, we was able to do that because we decided to be vulnerable. We just we like we decided to strip ourselves from all these all these shields we have on ourselves and be vulnerable and allow people to see who we are. And that's what I want people to see. I want people to see your true self. 
you know, because the, this right now, like, this is not our true selves. You know, we don't act like this on a daily basis. You know, like, this is this is not how we are in our best version. I want to see the best version of everybody here. And like that's what I said. I want to see the best version of everybody here. I would love to see that. Have you been out since since then involved in any of the other peaceful protests or or do you plan to participate again um i plan to participate but i plan to do it a better way like like i said before you know i plan to do it where everybody is just more safe you know so i haven't been out you know i've seen it i've seen people doing this and people doing that you know good and bad you know whatever you believe in but um i just want to take time to really evaluate the situation analyze the situation you know take time because you situations like this when you rush into it too fast you know things can go wrong you know you like got to have a better plan Mm -hmm. and like that's that's what i want a better plan and a and and a better strategy Uh, one more thing just um before you go can you tell us a little bit more about yourself do you live here in charleston how long have you lived here just 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 more about more about you as a person uh yeah i'm from north charleston south carolina i grew up down the street from the county jail i was in um that night actually you know i like i used to walk past and and, and, like everything so i actually know the jail um I moved to California, moved to Georgia, moved to North Carolina, you know, been to a couple places in the United States. So I've seen people, I've seen how people think, I've seen other people's perspective, I've seen other people's beliefs, you know, I've seen other people view people of color. So I've seen it all. I used to, and like why I understand people as well is because I did Uber and Lyft for like a year. That alone changed my life. That alone, I met so many people. I met people from like over 50 countries, I think it said on the app. And just like connecting with so many people, because when you come in my car, you know, like we talking, you know, you're not coming in my car and you, and, you know, you're not having a good time or like you don't, you don't feel comfortable and like you don't feel relaxed. When you come in my car, I'm going to make sure you feel like you're my friend, like you're my family, like you're, like you're my brother, like you're my sister. And that's how I treated almost every single customer for the best of my abilities. And I had a blast doing Uber. I had a blast doing Uber, but I got hurt. And I don't know how I really got hurt, but for some reason I had a herniated disc in my neck. So I had intense muscle weakness in my body. So it was like walking was like difficult for me. I had to walk with like a cane or walk with with crutches. And I had like a lot of inflammation in my body. And at 22, at the time I was 22, I don't know what's going on. Like one day you're, you're pretty good the next day you can't walk at all and you and then you go to all these doctors and they're like stretch you know that's that but that's the best advice i've been given is stretch you know i haven't really gotten a really good plan yet so it's just like i've been doing this all by myself so what i did and this is what i this is why i talk about or preach whatever you want to call it so heavily on perspective because i could have the perspective of i'm gonna just give up i can't walk no doctors helping me. I've been to five to ten doctors, all kinds of special fields, all this stuff, chiropractors, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I like I've been to all these doctors and like I feel alone. I feel like no one's helping me and I could have just quit. But I didn't. I didn't. And I, I was like, you know what? I, maybe I can't work. Maybe I can't do Uber. Make it, maybe I can't make as much money as I want to or as I used to. Maybe I can't do the things I used to do. But what can I do now? 
you know? And what I can do now is I can wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I can listen to Eric Thomas. I can wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I can listen to Tony Robbins. I can I can listen to Sagru. I can listen to all these motivational speakers that have knowledge and wisdom. And what I did is I engraved that into my skull. Like I was in school. Like I was teaching myself to to have that mindset, to have that successful understanding with high perspective energy mindset every single day. And 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 I knew that it was it, it would pay off. And what I also knew that because I was born with severe stuttering, I had to overcome this if I want to go further in life and, and impact more people in life. So what I did was start a YouTube channel and I started vlogging and I started vlogging and I started vlogging. I delete most of the videos now, but I said, but I started vlogging and vlogging, just talking about life and talking about how to be better, how to be a better person, how to be, how, how to be a better man. And then at first I was nervous, you know, because I started already. So it's like, what do people think about me if I mess up too much? You know, you know, and like you get into your head because we all have in, like insecurities. But I knew that I will, if I wanted to be where I want to be in life, if I want to impact the world, I have to do this. I have to be uncomfortable, basically, and do this YouTube and do this blog. You know, man, if, if if I don't get no followers, you know, because I know it's not all it, it's not about the followers and it's not always about the followers. It's about you growing as an individual. And I just stick to that mindset. This is not about the followers. This is not about you being successful. This is about you growing and becoming a better person. So you so you can impact the world and impact people's lives and that's why I say I'm living my dream because I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I've been like, I've been practicing for this at the same time, you know? So when I'm out there, it's just like, I'm automatic. I'm like, I'm in the zone, you know, like, like this is my field. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's interesting, you know, how, how you, you were saying that you, you know, had this vision, I guess, uh, Saturday night, you, you thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and make a, make an impact. And then, here you are millions of people around the country the around the world have the world, have, have seen your have seen have seen this moment yeah like i'm still getting messages on my computer right now just like like you're amazing you're like you're my hero and i'm just like i i wasn't even trying to be you know i was just trying to be my best authentic self and show my compassion and show my heart and be vulnerable well, awesome. thanks so much for sharing with with us today, um, and, and also with uh, just just the paper in, in general um, about your story and your experience. Mm. And we really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate everything y'all have done for me as well. Just spreading my name and everything, and, and y'all have changed my life as well. So much appreciate, much love to y'all as well. Thank you so much. Real quick before we go, is there anything that? Um any way that, that people can follow you um, um, on like Twitter or, or any social network um, that you want to promote? Um, Feral Almighty is all my networks. My YouTube is Feral Almighty. My Instagram is Feral Almighty. My Twitter is Feral Almighty. My, my Facebook is Feral Almighty. That's P-H-A-R-A-O-H-A-L-M-I-G-H-T-Y, Feral Almighty. And if you can't find it that way, uh, Sometimes I do like under it G Jordan because that's easier name, you know. Mm. So G E E and Jordan like Michael Jordan. All right. Well, thank thanks so much for joining thank us. You. You're welcome. Mm. I appreciate it. This is an amazing interview.